Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for July the 12th in the year of our Lord, 2022. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty. The the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide. The checks and balances brilliantly put in place by our founding fathers. One of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, and we are not live from the top of the Rocky Mountains. What What is this, Sheriff? The middle the city of, of the sin. Uh, Mojave Desert. Yes, indeed. The city of sin, unless you're at the Ahern Hotel. Right? Yeah, some people look at it that then way. Then it's yeah. God, family, and country all the way. It's charities. It's Christians and churches and conservatives. Non-casino hotel, the Ahern Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sam Bushman, and Sheriff Richard Mack is with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Thanks for having me, Sam, this beautiful Tuesday morning. It is a hotter than all get out Tuesday morning, my friend. This beautiful, warm Tuesday morning. Yesterday, it was 111 degrees. Well, if it was 111 here, it was 112 in Phoenix. Oh, I don't see how you guys tolerate it. I just don't see how you stand it. Man, have we got an epic day today, though. It is press conference day. We've talked about it for weeks. We planned for it for weeks, and it's upon us, my friend. I am so excited about what's going on today. I, I couldn't sleep, and I've been having butterflies, and I think today's event is going to be epic and historic it's certainly uh, the, the group of people that we've uh, gathered together is certainly a historic event. We have gathered together some of the most critical movers and shakers in modern times. Uh, and it really reminds me of resolution time, Sheriff Mack. You know, we were in Las Vegas in, what was it, 2014. We created the 2014 Constitutional and Sheriff's Peace Officers Association CSPA resolution uh, with a couple of hundred law enforcement folks, sheriffs, deputies, uh, constitutional attorneys, uh, and then some constitutional scholars. There was a couple of a hundred of us in the room, uh, and uh, we created this resolution. It reminds me of that because the feeling of liberty was so strong, and it reminded me of the founders, of what they talked about. They said they felt it. They knew it. It was in their souls. It was in their guts. They, they couldn't dismiss it, the hand of God and what they were doing. And it was true on that day for the resolution, and I think it's true now. As I, as I work on this thing and I talk to people, I just feel it. Yeah, and I remember, the, the thing I remember about that uh, conference uh, were some of the people that were there, yes, and some amazing sheriffs and some county commissioners uh, were also there. Yes, indeed. Uh, besides the constitutional attorneys. But I remember there came a time where we were kind of discussing things, arguing things. There became uh, a mood in the room that we weren't together. Uh, and we stopped the meeting. And, and by the and, way, when we weren't together, though, it just started to get worse and worse, and you could feel that as it was happening, right? Right. Oh, yes. Yeah, you could feel it. Uh, and, and there was a problem 
uh, and we stopped the whole thing. And someone reminded us that the founding fathers uh, were very prayerful uh, during the uh, Constitutional Convention. And so we stopped and we said, we need to have a prayer. And let's turn this over to the Lord. And let's uh, uh, humble ourselves and uh, bow ourselves in humility before the Lord and ask him for his help. Uh, and his blessing and so we did everybody calmed down we had the prayer and after that uh, we got back together and the spirit of freedom once again presided in that room and we accomplished that which we believe that the Lord had set out for us subsequently or as a consequence of all that work you know, the CSPA resolution for the longest time, we, we had all kinds of public officials sign it. But we had this dream, this hope, this vision of counties using it as kind of a template to become constitutional counties. And you know what? It didn't happen. It wasn't happening. And I kind of thought, wow, I believe this is one of the most important things we've ever put together. Why isn't it happening? Uh, but then COVID hit. <laughs> and when COVID hit, people realized, it. look, this isn't for play. This isn't a joke. Our liberties are truly at stake. And then people started coming out of the woodwork saying, guys, what do we do? And we were able to bring that resolution forward, and now it's become a template for some counties in the country. Uh, and I think that's really a milestone as people kind of understand the difference, understand what uh, you know has kind of changed. They now are taking it seriously where I've been in this movement for, what, 30 years, 25 syndicated radio plus, and I have never seen such an awakening as I've seen since COVID. Yeah, Sam, it's, it's, uh, it's been something uh, to watch what's happened the last 10 years in America, the, to watch what has happened the last two years, and then to watch what's happened the last two months. Uh, it's been astonishing. And every time you and I get together, or with other people in the CSPOA, or the other sheriffs across the country, and other uh, uh, journalists, especially broadcast journalists, uh, and I was just on with Mike Lindell, as you know, uh, about a, a week ago, maybe a little bit less, four or five days ago, on his program. Every time when you think it can't get any crazier, it just gets more insane and more insane as we withdraw from God and we withdraw from our Constitution and we think we have a better plan than did the Founding Fathers for America. And that, I believe, is the biggest mistake we are making in this country today. And I don't care where you are or which state you're in. But you know what? Folks at the Ahern Hotel, folks at the CSPOA, folks at Liberty Roundtable, uh, folks at, uh, with Mike Lindell, with many others, are starting to understand that, highlight this, focus on it, and to try to bring us back. And they say that the Word of God is more powerful than the sword to change minds and hearts. And if we turn to God, we're promised in the Scriptures, biblically, if you will, that, you know what, He'll heal our land and protect us. What more could we ask for? How do we get everybody to come to the table and allow for that humility to take place is... The biggest question because I really believe that there are good sheriffs in this country that are sitting back and doing nothing how do we get those sheriffs to wake up 
and to do their duty, how do we get sheriffs who are more concerned about keeping their jobs instead of doing their jobs and doing their duty? I got an idea. What if you had a press conference? <laughs> yeah, what, what if you have a national, <laughs> a national press conference and invite people from all over the country what we're doing today? Yeah, yeah. and we change the song, I shot the sheriff, to I back the sheriff. And then we go ahead and we have this press conference and the American people rally to their sheriffs and say, listen, we need your leadership. We need your oath of office to come to play. We need you to stand with us uh, and for us. We need you to keep your oath of office. And I think the clarion call goes out and we challenge the media. Uh, so they called me in the media and they said, hey, I want a list of who's all going to be at your conference. And I said, are you going to go? Mainstream media said, yes, I'm going to go. I said, okay, I'm about to release the list. Is it okay if your name's at the top? She said, oh, no, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on a second. I said, well, wait a minute now. You want the list of everybody going? You're going, but I can't put your name on it? She's like, well, I'm just a reporter. Okay, well, I'm just a talk show host. I just, how does this all work? And so a lot of people are coming. A lot of people are hesitant to stand up. A lot of people are hesitant of, you know, hey, they don't want to take the hits. But more Americans are realizing that they're going to have to. Because if they don't, we're all going to take the hits. And that's what I think COVID taught us. Hey, they'll just shut you up in your house if you let them. Well, speaking of the New York Times, I think that we... <laughs> we didn't know we were. But I did, I did uh, put out a I little tried bit... To, I tried to leave the name out of it, people. <laughs> I really tried. Oh, we left out her name. Yeah, we, we, just, <laughs> we just said the New York Times. Heck, heck there's... There's hundreds of reporters that work for the New York Times. Well, didn't Trump say the New York Times was going down? I haven't um, seen that happen yet, by the way. Well, if you look at if you look at the amount of their readership, you know, and their circulation, I think you could probably say they've gone down. But um, I'm, I'm glad the New York Times is coming. I, 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 you know, Reuters called me; they're coming. I told I told you her know, though when I talked know, to her that I'd buy her lunch if she were reported honestly. Sam, you know what I mean? Lunch is free today. Oh, good point. Well, I, you know, I told her I'd give her lunch. I meant it. All right. We certainly shall. We will indeed. And, and in fact, for every other member of the press that comes today, uh, so we really hope that there's a large contingency of the media, especially from Las Vegas, uh, who we've really reached out to a great deal. Uh, so we, we really hope they're here. So. And, and let me be super clear. We don't want them just to carry our narrative or take our view or, or peddle our, you know, point on the story. What we want them to really do is dig for the truth. Okay, it's about the who, what, when, where, why of a story. It's not about attacking Sam or somebody else saying, hey, they're right wing and they're extreme or they're the... Look, the evidence is on our side. You can say, no, Sam, for two years the evidence of election fraud has been debunked. And my response is, okay, well, what about the Republican Party of Texas now? The whole Republican Party of the whole state of Texas saying there's vote fraud. Can that, you dismiss that? That was amazing. And then the whole county of Maricopa, the Republican Party there, ruled the election to be invalid. We'll come back in a second, but then there's more. There's evidence everywhere. Can you continue to deny it? Or are we going to have a sea change in the country? I submit the CSPOA conference is the, the tip of the sea of the change. American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Sheriff Richard Mack on your radio, live from the Ahern Hotel. We're on stage now. Kelly's got the video going, and it's all fantastic. So you got the Texas and the Arizona Republican parties, Maricopa County, Arizona, and the whole state of Texas saying, look, there's vote fraud, folks. And now what did you have? We just had a big state in the courts battle, right? Do you remember this, Sheriff? I can't remember which state it is. Is it? They're, no, not Arizona. They're fighting about what? Well, they, they just had the courts say, hey, you guys can't use those ballot boxes. They're oh, illegal. That was, that was Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, so, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin, of Wisconsin said that those ballot boxes are illegal. Did you hear that? Say that again. The ballot boxes that have been put uh, outside the uh, county recorder's office or the main uh, secretary of state, if they're outside the office, just out, you know, at Safeway in the shopping yes, centers, sir. that those are all illegal. So what I really wanted to do is go illegal, illegal, Ill illegal, illegal, Ill and the echo gets stronger, not less. Unlawful. Right? Illegal, unlawful, unlawful, illegal. That's what we're talking about. Criminal. So when you say there's no vote fraud, ladies and gentlemen, how about that illegality? I'm just wondering, do you mainstream press people where you say there's no evidence? You always want to say without evidence, without evidence, without a... Wait a minute, they're illegal, the court said. I think right? that presents evidence. Oh, wait, that's evidence? That's evidence. Oh, well, then you've got to admit it now and say there is evidence. And so when you report on the CSPOA conference, you say with evidence, they're telling you that the ballot boxes are illegal. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I see. Now we're to it doesn't matter. So the other problem is now in New York, from what I understand, they had illegals voting. And there was a shutdown of that saying, look, illegals just can't vote. You can't have illegal aliens voting in your elections. And now they're rioting. And now the Biden administration wants to sue 
to say, we, we want illegals to vote. My response is, isn't illegals voting illegal? How many times can I say illegal? Illegals voting illegally. That's illegal. Whoa, now hold on, no evidence? Anyway, I think you ought to bring uh, our guest on, Sheriff. Well, we need to remember one other thing. Uh, the yes, Biden sir. administration is suing Arizona because they're requiring identification for people to vote. Why would you have to have ID to vote? Yeah, isn't that something? So that I can't vote twice. So if that I have foreigners and illegals are not voting in our elections. Now, this is the dichotomy here. They really, the oh, everybody, especially the Democrats, are screaming, "No, we don't want China, and we don't want Russia hacking into our elections." But if all those countries send in illegals from their country, they can vote all they want. Well, why can't I vote just from Russia? Why do I have to come to want. America? Yeah, so can't I just vote from Russia? I don't need to make the long They're track. They're doing that too. Who cares? But anyway, I've got to introduce our guest. And we'll have him on here for a couple and of seconds. he's not illegal. He's, he's not illegal. He's legally running around the country and, doing a great job. And uh, he's, he's probably run for uh, about 10 different offices the last 10 years in Arizona. And I will tell you, I got to know him because he was running against me for the United States Congress back in 2017. 18, okay. Oh, Wait, yes, whoa. you did. He yeah, beat the he, good he, sheriff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't beat the anointed, but he did beat me. And well, hold on. How do we know who really won? Can uh, I just ask you that? Well, when you only get, when you, when you get less than 2%, it doesn't really matter. So it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Unless so, you only got 2% for vote fraud. Uh, yeah, of course. But anyway, his name is Claire Van Steenwick, and he is running for state senate right now uh, and I am totally endorsing him uh, he's a man of honor uh, he's a, a strong constitutional Christian conservative uh, and uh, I present to you everyone get behind this man make a donation to his campaign uh, we definitely need more Claire Van Steenwick's in office and I am totally supporting him although I don't believe he's in my uh, district I would vote for him if I was there. Maybe I'll move over there to his district so I can vote for him. Or, you know, just commit some more voter fraud. Doesn't matter. You just vote. You don't need to be in the yeah. county, my friend. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You just do a drive-by county So anyway, vote. I present to you Claire Van Steenwick. And Claire, thanks for being with us today. So by the way, really quick before Claire jumps in here. So Sheriff Richard Mack lost to Claire, and now he's backing Claire. Could you imagine if politicians really did that? Oh, he backed me when he lost to me. Yeah, that's what I mean. How many politicians would do that? Otherwise, they're just supposed to hold this grind. You're not part of the good old boys network, and they'd do their very best to ruin your life. I think the key word there is politician. Oh, good point. So Sheriff Mack's not a politician? No, no it's a citizen candidate is not a politician. Oh, and you're a citizen candidate? Always have been. I'm a Christian constitutional conservative candidate. Acti actually an activist candidate, which the Republican Party doesn't like very much. So tell me what you've learned as you've ran for office over and over over the last 10 years. Well, to, to just do a little historical factors on this. I, I started working in politics when I was nine years old for Dwight Eisenhower. Whoa. Yeah. And um, I've been active ever since. So I didn't learn a great deal from running from office except coming out from behind a speaker or a mic to run for office versus doing my radio show. I learned that I actually gave the, uh, the Republican Party the opportunity to get even with me for everything I'd ever exposed about them, and they did. And they still do. I also learned how fearful politicians are and parties are of people actually informing the public and telling them the truth. 
and they have a, a, a direct fear of that. They just, it's like when I was campaigning against Jeff Flake in 2012, the U.S. Senate, the U.S. congressman, and exposed some of his votes and things he yeah, did. Yeah, that guy's a flake. You know, the whole room, the whole we'd be in a room of three or 400 people. You'd just, I'd watch their eyes. They just, their eyes got big. It's like, he did that? He said he's a conservative. He did that? He did that? I said, he did a lot more, but I don't have the time to tell you what it was. So as you ran for office, what do you think the most important issues really are? For me? Well, for all of us. You're only running for, to represent all of us, right? Well, actually, for just my, my LD and yeah, the state. Yeah, but I'm just saying you represent the populace, the, public. the people, right? Yes. In Arizona, the, one of the most important issues is the border and, of course, securing the ballot box. Some of the others are one of the other top ones is education. But to, to make a what, what I would love to do is get elected so we could actually turn Arizona into a constitutional state because it's not. It hasn't been for decades. What would that be like? Freedom. We don't even know what that's like in America anymore, do we? Huh? We don't even know what that's like anymore. Most people in this country don't know what freedom is. They just do what they're told. Don't go to church. You can't eat in a small restaurant. Uh, do you can't swear do this, the, you the can't penalty do this, of you can't do this. The they, they willingly went along with it. See, that I didn't, but they did. I thought, this is nuts. You people are just told your First Amendment, you know, they didn't take away your guns, but they took away everything in the First Amendment, which left you open to a lot of other stuff. All and five you, guarantees. And you marched like little sheep to the slaughter. You know, it's like we're training you. And they, they don't understand they're actually being groomed for the next stage. And the stage after that. And, and just to go off the subject, just of taste. When you're talking about the, the courts ruling against drop boxes, until they rule against the U.S. Post Office and all the mailboxes they can drop ballots in, it's not going to work. Because people drop those things everywhere. And I know they do it because I've seen them drop around between one to 2,000 in one place one day. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. It was really fun to watch. It was in the county recorder's office inside, and I asked them, I said, are you going to talk to that gentleman who just brought in five containers of ballots? Well, we're not allowed to. He could be a relative or a caregiver. I said, nobody has that many relatives, and no one could take care of that many people. But the laws are written ambiguously without any enforcement factors in them. Well, because the most of the people is, in how office, many of them are dead? Huh? The other question is, how many of them might be dead? Because oh, they have 350,000 no. well, dead voters on the rolls right well, now. Well, you, you've got that, but you've also... Here's, here's something people don't look at. The federal-only voter form. You don't have to prove you live somewhere. You don't have to show citizenship. You don't have to show birth certificates. All you have to do is fill out that form, and you're a registered voter in any state you want to, elect, you want to vote in, and they did. Even the Christ child was homeless, right? Yeah. You don't, you don't have a home to vote. Come on. No, you don't have to prove you have a home. See, to, be, to register as a citizen in Arizona, you have to prove residence. But on a federal form, all you have to do is put a residence and no, not prove it. Wow. Along that same line, Sam, I wanna, you know I always ask our guests the same question. So you yes, may have sir. already touched on this, uh, Claire, but let me ask you, what is the number one issue, the worst issue facing not just Arizona, what is the worst issue, the, the worst calamity, catastrophe, what is the worst thing happening to America today? Well, there's actually a tie for first. China and Biden. 
Whoa. I always said it was killing the babies. The baby killers are the problem. Well, we've, we've kind of put a little bit of a stop to that. But We're making if, gains if you don't, If you don't put it, China's the first country that ever attacked us that never got punished for it. Yes, they're also attacking us every day in many ways. Well, they killed how many Americans with the, with the China virus? For sure. And how many worldwide? That's a directed, that, that basically is a, a worldwide, a world war, correct? Using chemical, a chemical weapon to do it. And yeah, nothing happened biological. to them. And we're still buying, if you go just next door, what, a half a block from here, you walk in that so-called little toy store or whatever that is, the world's biggest general store, Everything in there that we could find, we would. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. U.S. Treasury yields ticked downward on Tuesday as traders prepared for the consumer price index due out tomorrow. The two-year dropped six basis points to trade at 3%. Also, three major U.S. stock indexes closed in negative territory Monday. With the U.S.-Mexico border, the most dangerous border in the world, according to the United Nations, President Biden will meet with Mexican President Obrador today at the White House. Former Department of Homeland Security Deputy Secretary Jonathan Fahey on Fox News says this is just a dog and pony show because illegal immigration is Biden's goal. Meeting is just a mere pretense to make it seem as if they're trying to address this issue in a serious way, when in fact, they're not at all. The James Webb Space Telescope has started to release some breathtaking images. Go to the NASA website to take a look. USA Radio News. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Now, call 800-279-1717. 800-279-1717. That's 800-279-1717. Hot Texans under record temperatures and high humidity have been urged to conserve energy as the power grid struggles to cope with a surge in demand. The heat wave that has settled on Texas and much of central United States is driving increased electricity use. Current projections show wind generation coming in at less than 10% of its capacity. That's according to the Electric Reliability Council of Texas. Let's take a look at gas prices in America. The national average for a gallon of regular has fallen over the past several weeks by 34 cents after edging above 5 bucks a gallon. Some states have experienced nearly 50 cent declines. According to an analysis by The Hill using AAA data, the greatest declines took place in the South and Midwest. Indiana and Florida leading the way, followed by Ohio, Wisconsin, and Texas. The drop in price doesn't necessarily mean cheaper gas. The five states with the lowest averages are South Carolina, Georgia, Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. We are USA Radio News. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, the good Sheriff Richard Mack on your radio. We got Mr. Steamwike with us as well. He's running for, is it state senate? State senate. So you're going to be a state senator for the state of Arizona. And uh, so the question to everybody, before we get back to the original question Sheriff Mack asked, are you willing to dig into vote fraud and election fraud? Without a doubt. Without a doubt? You're not just going to promise it and then uh, do something different? My father raised us that if you tell somebody you're going to do something, you do it. And biblically, as a Christian, if you don't tell the truth, you're a liar. If you know to do the right thing and you don't do it, you've committed a sin. And if you practice sin, you'll go to hell. I have no intention of going there. What if it's politically expedient, though? I really don't care. I oh. ran companies. If I would have got caught doing the things politicians do in a company, if I would have done those things, I'd have went broke and went to jail. And politician in political life, they get higher salaries, they get benefits when they get out, they become a lobbyist, and they retire to Palm Springs or somewhere. Something's wrong. Well, if you go to jail, other than that, it's not so bad. <laughs> now, how come all of us go to jail, but they never go to jail? That's kind of what I'm wondering. I think it's kind of they're politically connected with the right judges and the right lawyers. Look at what that idiot in the attorney general's doing. Nothing. The guy's feckless. Of course, if you're a parent and go to a teacher's a, a, a school board meeting, he'll call you a terrorist. But if you blow up a school or you march against a Supreme Court justice's home and threaten him, he will do nothing. Well, you're just a peaceful protester under those circumstances. Yeah, well, you know, you can protest, but if there's a law against threatening a Supreme Court justice and there is a federal law, you violate a federal law, you're supposed to get arrested. The last time I looked, at least that's how it works for us. Unless, of course, you're one of those wacko, I don't know what you want to call them, anti-American types, then you'd hand. Have you seen our CSPA resolution, Claire? Seen what? Our CSPOA resolution? Yeah. What do you think? Have you seen it? I thought I did. The last one or this one? Uh, the one from 2014. No. That one I haven't so that, seen. So that resolution, the reason that I bring it up is because it's a great boilerplate, not only for you to commit to the things that make America great, not only for you to commit to the things that are constitutional, which I'm sure you have no problem with, but the tenets, the, guide, the, the points made in that resolution will help you in any election is why I'm bringing it up. You can use those points as absolutely a whipping post. I have a lot of points to use as a whipping post. One, one thing I, you may or may not know enough about me, I was on the air for several years. I dug up so much junk on every political nitwit in Arizona and other places that I'd have them on my show, I'd ask them a question, they'd lie, and then I'd expose them. This is why the Republican Party really doesn't like me a great deal. It's, it's, you, you do not give out misinformation knowingly. So when I knew they were not telling the truth, I'd just say, well, sir, I'm glad you support that issue. But when you voted on it, you voted against that issue. So were you just misinformed then, or are you lying now? Ouch. Yeah. It's really simple. And what was their responses? Usually they forgot they were on video streaming, they turn around to the face, get really angry, and then to say in a nice tone voice, well, I, I didn't recall that actually. Or they'll say it's a little more nuanced than that. Uh, there was a lot more in the bill than uh, you might realize, and therefore I voted no or I voted yes, even though it's different than I'm claiming now. There were other legitimate reasons for that. You know, There's no legitimate reason for lying to the public, nor is there any legitimate reason for voting for anything that doesn't comply with the Constitution, and you've done that a number of times. One of the things that I've always stood for is single subject or single issue bills. Oh, yeah. And we've really got to get there, too, because that takes away that viewpoint, right? 
Yeah, well, I wrote a bill back in 2015, 16, in Arizona that would have protected the parents' rights to having the last word on all things in school and the child's rights as well. But the problem was that our then senator in charge, uh, it, got, it actually got out of committee because we threatened him. Then it actually got out of reconciliation by accident. It got to the floor for a vote, but Mr. Biggs would never bring it up for a vote because he knew if he did, it would expose senators actually voting against parents. All right, we had a USB connection. Are we still live, Cam? That was me, my bad. There's Kelly Cameron, are we still live? Perfect. All right. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure the right device wasn't reset and it disconnected us somehow. All right. We're doing great. So, Sheriff, one of the things I think is important when all politicians run is to get a commitment from them. Are they going to stay there forever? Because my view is that, you know what? Being elected is not a career. It's a service to your country for a time. You know what? You might have a, a viewpoints, initiatives, things that you want to accomplish while you're there. But you know what? It's time to let other people have their viewpoints and their involvement. And I, I kind of have a problem with this career politician mentality. What do you say to that, Claire? Well, for, for me, it's pretty simple. I'm going to be 76 in October. How long do you think my career will be? Oh, if you're Biden, it lasts forever, my friend. So No, 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 no. See, yeah, but Mr. Biden's mental facilities were gone when he was 25. That doesn't matter. So... No, it doesn't I, matter. I, Even when there, he ties, there are, you can still there are run key for things office. I want to fix in Arizona. The election system is one. Education, another. Foster care, securing our water and energy in that state. I'm going to deal with those issues right away. Lord willing, I win in the district I'm running in. Will scare the hell out of the party. the The idea of doing that is it'll also scare the hell out of the people in the Senate. But maybe there'll be a couple people that'll grow a spine because I'll actually have someone there that has one. Well, because I've been thinking if we can vote when we're dead in America, we surely can run for office when we're dead, can't we? No, I hope not. You hope? Well, we've had awesome? a few dead presidents. You know, you had Biden. You had Clinton. You had Obama in hey, between the two you, of them. You guys quit picking on me. <laughs> you know. I wish you'd stop that. You had Johnson. I did a great job for my country for a long time. Yeah, well, see, as a, I, I have to view this as a Christian, right? The Bible says you're dead in your I love, sin. I love Christian women. The Bible says you're wonderful. dead in your sin. So if you're dead in your sin, that means even if you're president, you're dead. Ouch. Yeah. See, this guy's a straight talker. He's not a politician, is he, folks? I don't, I don't think he's a politician. And I don't want to be either. All right, Sheriff, you get the <laughs> final question for Claire. Okay, where is LD3? Is it LD3 you're running in? LD28. LD28. I always get 28 and 3 confused. <laughs> So that's okay, District so 28. So where's that 28 that you're running in? Sun City, Sun City West. This is really a trip. Northwest part south of Peoria. Part of Glendale, the far west side. And part of Anthem and part of North Phoenix. They, so it's where they, it's super hot. It's well, like it's, like a, it's like spaghetti. You know, when you first bite at the store, it's straight. And then you take it home and it's all squiggly. That's how these people set up. <laughs> these little districts. It's, it's kind of odd. So that's, that's a huge uh, retirement area, Sam. Uh, and yeah. uh, and it's, I think, an area where he could actually pull it off. There's some, uh, the, the mood of the people in Arizona is has kicked, shifted. Yeah, has shifted and kicked the bums out and get new blood in there. And boy, is Claire 
new blood. I don't care if he is 76. He is new blood. The, the one caveat to that is, is quite frankly, we've spent around $17,000 so far, right? The guy I'm running against has had outsiders spend over 60000 for him. So I know they're, they're a little worried. No one would spend $60,000 on a $23,000 a year job. I mean, I, I would never invest $60,000 of mine in a business that's worth twenty-three. Of course, I'm from another world. I also am not in, in PACs or lobbyist pocket. You're not going to promise everybody a popsicle if they vote for you? I don't care what they do. No. See, it's like I, someone asked me that the other day. He said, if I wanted you to do this, would you do it? I said, no, because what you want me to do is not constitutionally compliant. He said, yeah, but I'm a voter. I said, I don't care who you are. The but I'm a what? He said, I'm a voter. I said, no, you're an American that's not supposed to ask me to do bad things. I'm a voter, and so I can get you to break the law. That's, well, I guess Is because that? they're looking at what's been going on for the last 100 years plus. You know, like George Washington said, political parties are the enemy of government, and the people are the government, and the political parties are our enemies. They've been doing their own thing for over 100 years now, and we've been paying for it. It's just a... So how does the media treat you, Claire? Are they willing to let you get into the debates and all these things? Well, let me put it here. <laughs> this is the funny part. LD28 that I'm part of now, right? You go to meetings there and you're supposed to speak. That's usually how it works. Since January of this year until the last meeting in June of this year, I've gotten two minutes. That tells you about the political part. And are you suing over that? Pardon me? Are you going to sue over that? You can't sue over that. That's how they run the meetings. So they can have as much time as they want. You just get two. Well, they set up them. When I got my two minutes, they had a, what they now call, they, they've added these into groups now, a five-minute legislative report from legislators only. And then when the legislators are now the candidate, they get another two minutes just like me. So oh. they get seven minutes to uh -oh. my two. So when there's two people running against the three yo-yos, I right, got a question. Is they that get 21, fraud? we get four, huh? Is that a, a vote fraud? Election fraud? No, yeah, I'd say that's campaign and election fraud. I've, I've told people the biggest fraud in, in elections so hold on. is so campaign vote fraud. vote fraud, election fraud, and campaign fraud. Well, it starts there's off with campaign fraud. <laughs> there's a lot of fraud going on. Oh, well, how do you think these people stay in office? Fraud. Yeah. If they can't lie, they'd never... Who would, what person in their right mind would vote for a, 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 a an idiot? So the question for today, throughout the whole conference and the whole event we're going to have today, from the general conference to the headliners to the whole thing, are we going to say fraud more or election election fraud more? Election fraud is really the fraud that sets the whole ball rolling. Are we going to say fraud or illegal more? Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.
We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. Freedomfactor.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Sheriff Mack, we're live from the Ahern Hotel, ladies and gentlemen, getting ready for the press conference coming up at 10 a.m. It'll be live on Brighteon TV. It'll be live on Frank Speech, Lindell TV, if you will. Both venues have it free. But if you're in the area and you want to join us at the Ahern Hotel, we'll feed you lunch. How's that? Ladies and gentlemen, the press will be here. The New York Times said they're coming. Reuters said they're coming. Uh, not to mention all the constitutional conservative New media taking center stage. They'll be here as well, ladies and gentlemen. They're the ones that count. Uh, and uh, but, sheriff, do you think we're going to be saying illegal or fraud more today? Uh, it's kind of an interesting question, right? Boy, I don't. Between those two words, I'm not sure which one will come up more. I think it'll be fraud, because the whole press conference is based on election fraud. But all the illegal things they're doing to take us through all this election fraud. Uh, so yeah, it'll be a close. It'll be a close race between the two. Yeah, election fraud's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and and when Claire was talking, it reminded me of our yours and my favorite quote from Thomas Paine that is quoted by uh, Michael Anthony Peruca a great deal, and that is this: Thomas Paine said, "A long habit." of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right. I think that right there describes the political, uh, the, the political ignorance and apathy in America. The sheriffs so many times and other politicians uh, and, and public officials will always say, that's the way we've always done it. Or I can't do that. I don't have the authority. Or I can't stand in the way, even when they have sworn an oath in God's name to do that very thing. But we've been inculcated in law enforcement to just write tickets, kick indoors, and get those nasty drug dealers out of our county, which we have never even come close to doing. But we're going to still do it. And we're going to just get rid of them. And Sam, I have to let you know, we have an amazing member of the CSPOA posse with us. And I believe she gets the award the for track. coming the farthest to this event. Is it the farthest or the furthest? Further is subject matter. Farther, far or farthest is distance. And All right. Ge there you go. Geographical distance. Little English lesson today, folks. 
And you're going to introduce this guest? Well, all I know is that it's Anne. I can't remember her last name, but her name is Anne. Well, she might not Beecham. want her last name on the radio. Anne Beecham. Oh, she's Will? All right. Yeah, and it's South Carolina, right? South Carolina. Anne she's Beecham. a Southern Belle from South Carolina. And she's come out to Vegas because she's interested in getting election fraud truth. Yeah. Hi, Anne. Absolutely. I, that is why I'm here. And I'm very excited that we have uh, a South Carolina safe election group that has just done a, an amazing job of canvassing and bringing election fraud in South Carolina to the light. And they are going to be so excited at what I'm going to be able to bring back to them about the um, method of, of um, engaging our sheriffs in South Carolina. South Carolina's got election fraud, too. That's illegal in South Carolina, right? <laughs> oh, Sam, you, you wouldn't believe some of the things that have been going on in South Carolina. Tell us a tale, but it's got to be true. Uh, well, we just had an election, or a primary, and we had three great state, uh, statewide candidates that ran against the incumbents, and... Um, I don't know whether they really, we would have liked for them to have won, but one thing that um, they did was contest the primary. And there was... Uh, all three there, of them contested? All of them contested the primary. And they were, we had the South Carolina Safe Elections Group that had people going to the polls and taking pictures of the scanning machines and how they were not sealed properly. And so let me point this out, ladies and gentlemen. These guys are doing real time catching them in the act. This is one of the points that will be made today in the press conference, big time. You've got to take real time action, Ann. You can't just be after the fact when they cover it all up and be like, hey, there's vote fraud. They'll be like, oh, you have without evidence. Well, when we catch them in the act oh, real yeah. time, there's evidence, right? Yeah. So. After they, there was a, a um, hearing, I will call it a hearing, you know, in, uh, in Columbia with these three people. And um, then after that, they did, uh, they did a Zoom call and described what went on in the hearing. And um, let's just say that it was, it was not pretty. <laughs> so what's going to happen next? Is somebody going to call the sheriff? Oh, wow. Well, let's just say that I believe calling the sheriff in Charleston County might be um, counterproductive. Counterproductive. You mean we need a new sheriff? No, nah, it would probably be good. Because I always like to hear that. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> I like that. All right. What do, you, what do you think? A new sheriff in town, and that's when the real criminals, the politicians, start running and hiding. I'd love to see it. Well, we're hoping for more of that, and that's what the American people need to do. Look, the sheriffs have great authority when they take their oath of office, when they get sworn in, when they're elected. But their power comes from we the people. When we support them, they can take serious action. But you know what? If we don't support them, they just lose the election. So I got to ask, Ann, uh, you're a member of the CSPOA Posse, correct? Uh, how long have you been on that? About, about two years. Two years, a member of the CSPA Posse. We want to remind everybody, you can become a member of the Posse, and you should. And this 
generates the power. In fact, that's what posse means. This generates the power from the people to be involved with your sheriff to make sure your sheriff, who works for you, is doing the right thing to investigate the claims in, in your county or in your state of election fraud, of illegal voting. Ha, election fraud and illegal voting. All right. So, folks, uh, go to CSPOA.org, become a member of the Posse, and let's start being a part of the solution together. Uh, this really is a powerful uh, equation for liberty and restoring uh, freedom to America. And one thing that I have said, Sam, and you know I've said this and I'll say it again, as long as we are using computers to tabulate voting, the only way that that provides any service whatsoever is actually criminal. It only oh, guarantees election fraud. Word. So now the question is, are we going to use illegal, we're going to use fraud or criminal more? Criminal right. election, uh, uh, Criminals criminal committing fraud and illegal. Illegal activity by criminals committing election fraud? Yeah, there you go. All right. Ooh. So boy, do we need sheriffs to get involved in this. We're using all the words that should be uh, attention getters for any sheriff in the country. And why are we just saying sheriffs? Well, first of all, they don't have to ask permission from anybody to do this investigation. They, go, they can just do it. The chief of police will have to get permission. The city uh, uh, police will have yeah, to get permission. That's where Mayor May, um, May I comes from. Yeah, or, or the state police. They'll have to get permission from somebody. The sheriff already has permission from the people because he got it when he was elected. Wow. Yeah. So it's not even Mother May I anymore. It's Mayor May I. Yeah. Mayor May I. Yeah. Wow. All right. So um, I want to outline the day a little bit, and I want to tell people what's going to be going on. So we've got this show. Next hour is going to be TV. It's not just radio. It's TV. So it's the Sheriff Mac Show, simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live Radio, and it's Bridie on TV. So we're going to turn on the cameras and, and, and do all that. It's going to be phenomenal. Um, but I also want to say this, though. The day is going to be incredible. The press conference starts at 10. Uh, it'll um, continue till the first session is until about 11.45, 12 o'clock. Then we start lunch, and then we'll have our speakers uh, after that. Um, what are we calling our speakers, Sheriff? Uh, election fraud headliners. 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 And these headliners are the ones that literally have active lawsuits going on around the country. This is where the American people are taking this seriously. Uh, they've got their experiences they'll be sharing. They've got their organizations they'll be sharing. And the purpose of it, each, each person won't have a long time to speak, but what they're going to do is let, them, let everybody in the room and everybody on the Internet know who they are and what they're working on. So they're going to give out their information. It's a great collaboration tool. One of the things that in America that patriots have been over, the t over time is kind of fractured. I'm working on this, you're working on that, and we don't really know what each other's doing because we're so busy. But this is an effort, ladies and gentlemen, to really get us all on the same page and to get us to start to collaborate. Because we've got to start to collaborate and make sure that our efforts pay off across the country. You know, what's happening in Texas? Well, hey, their whole Republican Party said there's, what, illegal election fraud going on by criminals? Yeah, so they said that, and so that's a problem. I didn't know what they were working on, though, really, until that came out. Well, then we got our buddy Kurt Lanius, the CSPOA director. He's got a lawsuit going on over election fraud that he'll be speaking about, right? Well, what about all these efforts that people are making? There's so many efforts by so many people. We've got to get together and learn what each other's doing. 
That's what that section uh, of the press conference will be about. There'll be a question and answer section about it. We're going to watch 2,000 Mules for those who haven't seen it or those who want to see it again. So there's some epic things happening all day today, Sheriff. It is. It's an exciting day. And, you know, as you said, the press conference starts at 10. And the first thing I thought of is, why did I get up at 5 then? You know, my goodness, Sam. The, a little rest and relaxation would help on this trip, but uh, that hasn't been happening. But you, you can't rest and relax when criminals are committing <laughs> illegal. True. You got to get up early to Election stay fraud. ahead of those guys. So, and Kelly's been uh, working his head off, and you've been working your head off, and Zach and uh, all Not the crew me, here. I just hang out and eat food. Oh yeah, went for ice cream last night, didn't you? I did. You, so, you know what? I went for custard. Oh, my friend, good. even you better. know where I went. I hope Nielsen's frozen that custard. That is where I went, sir. All the way over to east side of Las Vegas. I don't care. I went there. Well, I'm glad you did. Darn right. So we're searching that's, for the real custard. That's we, the we original no frozen custard my in my valley, you know. So anyway, uh, we got The late bird gets the worm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, congratulations to Ann for coming. Thank you so much, Ann, for being here, coming all that way from South Carolina. Uh, so you flew here, right? Did Did you get a direct flight? From Charlotte to here? No. no. I went from Charleston to Atlanta to here. Everybody's got to go through Atlanta. That's got to be Delta anywhere. Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Boy, howdy. We, yeah, we're doing, Sky we're Miles. Doing, we're doing all sorts of advertisements here, aren't and we? And she didn't even have to wear a mask or anything. <laughs> it was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, no more masks. My goodness. So, uh, Sam, i got to tell you, though, uh, the people that have made this happen, I got to give a shout out to the Ahern people. Uh, they've been working with us 24/7. Uh, uh, we had a great dinner that they provided us last night, and oh, and Hunter has called me, so I got to get that call here yeah, pretty quick. Do that, do that really quick. I'll help out. <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, we have a specially prepared video that documents the history of vote fraud, election fraud in America, because election fraud and vote fraud are different. I don't know if you know that. But there's the vote fraud of the, uh, side of things, and then there's election fraud. Um, and they're not the same, right? Um, campaign fraud's a different thing altogether as well. And so these terms mean things. But anyway, we got the history of election fraud in America uh, that's really kind of important to understand. And so we've got a video that our Kelly, uh, or that Kelly uh, Van Sharp, our videographer, I guess is the best way to describe him, he does a whole lot more than that, so it's hard to give him credit for as many things as he really does. He's the sound man in the booth right now taking care of business for us, uh, along with Cameron. Um, but I bring this up because he built this incredible video, and he was backed by a couple of uh, incredible journalist researchers that took care of the... We're going to debut this video at the start of our press conference. So it's going to be incredible. we got to take off now, folks. Next hour in suppressed rifle and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at CaliKey.com with free shipping. Tired of being surveilled and tracked by the wireless phone That's none of their business. That's none of their business. What kind so of back in the are? 1930s when they outlawed Tommy the money, And they won't have anything over you anymore. How about worldwide gun the Loving Liberty Radio Network, lovingliberty.net. We're spreading the word, telling the tale, and we are live. 
ladies and gentlemen, from the Ahern Hotel, an incredible boutique hotel right at the north end of the Strip in Las Vegas, but not on the Strip. And it's an incredible story, the Ahern Hotel is. Uh, the gentleman, Mr. Ahern, turned this into a hotel without a casino. So no smoking, no casino, my kind of place. It's a place for families. And they serve three groups of people primarily, Christians or churches, that's one group, charities, that's the second group, and conservatives, that's the third group. you got to dig it. Anyway, ahernhotel.com to learn more about what they're doing. And they've got incredible service, incredible food, uh, and we ate dinner last night. Um, I'm telling you, the chef, just incredible food. I, I don't even know what to say about it. It's an uh, Italian fare primarily. It is a chop house, so steak, incredible steak, incredible fish dishes, just something to behold. So that's going on at the Ahern Hotel now. They're hosting us in the B room, uh, and we've got set up rounds for a couple of hundred people. Uh, and we're going to be eating lunch. We're going to have a press conference. It's all going to be video uh, recorded so that it'll be able to be um, played back uh, and put on websites, etc. We're working on those details. It'll be carried by Brighteon TV on their B channel or their second channel. It'll also be uh, syndicated on the Lindell uh, TV, which is Frank Speech uh, TV. Uh, we talked to Brandon House. Uh, and Mike Lindell, and they're going to put that up. So two live feeds you can get it from, absolutely free, if you can't make it to the Ahern Hotel. If you can make it, though, we'd love to feed you lunch. We'd love to have you come in person. And uh, so the press conference is going to start at 10 a.m., right after this hour of TV. And then after that, uh, the press conference will run from about 10 to 10.45. We're going to first start out with a pledge and a prayer. And I'm hoping we're going to have somebody sing the national anthem too. We're working on that. And then I think gonna that's going to be me, Sam. And I apologize. I just walked in front of you in front of the camera. That's okay. I just committed the uh, pardonable uh, sin. Uh, yeah, the pardonable sin. We'll forgive you. It's just part of, <laughs> we, we forgive around here. It's all good. Oh, thank you. And the best I, part about I'm it still is, a rookie at this camera stuff. That's all right. I don't even do camera stuff, people. I've, I'm a face for radio kind of guy. But anyway. I digress. So we got this incredible press conference. We're going to have that, first of all. Uh, and then we're going to basically have... Um, After I sing the national anthem. Yeah. Are you really singing it? No, Ryan is. Oh, Ryan is. All right. We are going to do that, though. It's going to be incredible. But I'm going to definitely sing it. I don't I don't stand and, and keep my mouth shut during any national anthem. I'm singing away. Yeah, that's right. That's how it ought to be. Uh, and then we're going to basically... Add, believe it or not, how many press conferences start out with a prayer, Sheriff? Can I ask you that question? I've never seen one do that. Yeah, but so, but America will see that today. We're gonna make history, baby. That's what I'm talking about. So we're gonna make history. We're gonna do that, and then we're gonna have a, a video, which is really an incredible historical video about election fraud in America. Do you guys realize how incredible, uh, and how I don't know what you want to call it, hostility-driven um, election issues have been in the country? The mainstream press want you to believe that it's not real, that Donald's just up in the night, goofy old Donnie running around, and, and it's not real, and there's nothing to it. And it's just this modern-day Donald creation out of thin air kind of a, a, idea. But, folks, this has a long history in the republic. Did you know that? And, that, Sam, did you know that the talking points used by the White House and other politicians and the national media was not an accident? There is a way that they actually coordinated that uh, through – uh, some PR firm, they all use the same one. Uh, it wasn't an accident. 
those talking points were part of their plan. uh, And they know that propaganda and brainwashing works. And that's what they've been trying to do to the nation. Yeah, in fact, the great late Rush Limbaugh highlighted this one time. And he played a soundbite. And it was talking about the Bushes, when the Bushes were kind of under the gun for something. And the narrative for the mainstream press was to defend the Bushes. And what they used was they used this... um, term and i let me think of the term or whatever oh the bushes are gracious and what was funny is he created this montage of just news host after news babe after news host after whatever and it was like oh the bushes are gracious 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 and when he got all done then he said it uh, we because also he had to declare he was an insider also we also have Sheriff Clinton nearby. Yeah, uh, we, we want you to be on. on we us. want you to be on the show at the bottom of the hour. So, okay. So be hanging close. Thank you, Sheriff. Thank you. By the way, Sheriff Clinton has one of the most impressive statements on the CSPO webpage ever. If you want to read it, go to cspoa.org slash elections, and you can check it out. cspoa.org slash elections, and I'm telling you, it's incredible. He nails it. He lays out the real quintessential reason that we need to investigate in all counties. And he highlights how we ought to do that investigation. And he talks about, hey, sheriffs have to wear uh, cameras, right? What do they call those things? Uh, body cams. Body cams, yep. Yeah. So uh, and why not have body cams on those folks that are doing the vote counts? Ooh. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> I like that. Yes, Sheriff that, that Clinton. Sheriff Clinton, man. It was wow. his idea. I think it's phenomenal. <laughs> I think it's an incredible idea. And so anyway, we'll talk about that with him uh, coming up. But so we've got the history of vote fraud video and election fraud video. And I know people don't like us saying vote fraud. They say it's election fraud. It's all of it, folks. Election fraud. Vote fraud. Well, well Sam, I got to tell you, fraud. when you have 28,000 people vote two or three times each, in New Jersey. I wow. call that voter fraud. Yes, sir. Okay? That's voters committing fraud. Yeah, fraud, fraud. Yeah. Fraud, fraud. Uh, and that's illegal activity, and illegal. it's downright criminal. Criminal, illegal. Amen to that. And we don't like those things, folks. Look, in America, they try to tell you that we're anti-government. They lie. We want the proper role of constitutional government, the supreme law of the land upheld, and we want the checks and balances to be the forefront in the solutions for America. We want the sheriffs to do their duty and their due diligence. We want all elected officials to keep their oaths of office. And when they don't, we want to correct that. Well, hey, Sam, uh, I'm wearing my sheriff hat today. Yes, sir. So I'm trying to blend in with all these other sheriffs that are here from all over the country. You can't. You're too old. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I will say, though, uh, Biden and I had bike wrecks within a day of each other, so maybe I am getting old. Oh, you know? man. Well, I, I feel bad for both of you. <laughs> Even Biden, I don't want any harm to come to Biden. I just wanted to quit no. trying to rule the country. He just needs to remember that when his uh, foot is in the bicycle stirrup, that he needs to let his foot out before he tries to get off the bike. That's a good idea. That was his problem. My problem was I slid on some gravel on a, on a sidewalk. And my bike flipped out from underneath me. I just want Biden out of office. That's all I want. uh, Actually, that kind of worries me because then that puts in Kamala Harris. And and I'm entitled to my opinion. Communist Kamala Harris. I don't – we can't have her. Oh, my goodness. Now, some people think Trump is coming back. Um, I think he might come back in the 24 election, but I don't think he's coming back before that like some believe. Well, I would would love for the investigations to prove – that he indeed won the election, 
And I think at the time, the Supreme Court would have to rule that he gets put back in because it was based on criminal activity. I don't know if we're going to get enough uh, sheriffs to do their duty and get this thing investigated, but it needs to happen right away. The investigation, I'm saying, if it turns out that Trump won the election, that's fine. But there are so many other victims besides uh, Trump. And, and like you and I have said all along, folks, this is not about Donald Trump. It's about the American people. The coup was not against President Trump. He was a victim of it, possibly, yes, but we want to prove that in a, a proper investigation. But this is a coup against the American people. Sam, what is being... And a, a, coup, a coup against the rule of law. A coup against the rule of law. It's a destruction of our own constitution. And why, Sam, why are you and I and any other person or sheriff especially assailed and criticized so much by the national media because we want one simple thing. Can we just try to follow and enforce and obey the Bill of Rights in this country that benefits every single American? Why can't we just follow the Bill of Rights and, in other words, establish a solid protection for human rights, for civil rights, and I will say it again, the same civil rights that Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King fought and died for, and yet people so object to that now. Why? You want to know the reason? Yes. Criminals will lose power. Oh, criminal! Oh, criminals will I mean? lose power. Yeah, criminals will lose power. You know, I, I think that's a great way to put it. I love the way you put it. That criminals will lose their power, and then they won't be able to commit criminal acts. They won't be able to do illegal things. They won't be able to commit vote fraud, and election fraud, and campaign fraud anymore. You know, that reminds me, Claire uh, Van Steenwijk, Van Steenwijk, sorry actually said the quote that you and I have quoted numerous times over the past 10 years. You and I have said this over and over. Washington's quote about the two-party system destroying our country. We're seeing that every day. And uh, who is the lady running for governor in in Georgia? Uh, Adams. Stacey Adams. No, Stacey Abrams. Abrams, sorry. Yeah, very good. Yeah, Thank now, you. just imagine if Stacey and Kamala get together. Oh, good grief. But she has complained about voter fraud against the Republicans ever since yeah. she lost. There is vote fraud when know? it's the Republicans. Just oh, not yeah. when it's the Democrats. Yeah, and, and, and we want both sides. We don't care if it's Republicans who did it. We don't care who Democrats who did it. We don't care who did it. Investigate these criminals and, in, and investigate these criminal allegations and find out what happened. But why is it that if you're a Trump, whether you're a, a, a child of Trump or whatever, if you're uh, related to the Trump or your last name's Trump, you get investigated for everything. But if you're a Hunter Biden or if you're a Biden or a Clinton, you get investigated for nothing and you can commit any and all types of crimes. I, oh, because we America, don't want any more partisanship when it comes to criminal investigations. No more. The reason it's that way now is because we've allowed the criminals to get above us, secret combinations above the people. The people have been too apathetic. They have not been 
actively engaged. They have not called them to account. They have not demanded for prosecutions, right? I mean, look, Hillary literally backed and funded the dossier. This has all come out now. Backed and funded the dossier on Trump for two years. We spent $30 million saying that Trump was in bed with the Russians, and it turns out the hunter was. Is that criminal or illegal? Both. Man, no kidding. Yeah. And Sam, I'm serious. Um, it's fraud. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with the partisanship in law enforcement nationwide. Uh, the FBI is now being used as a hack for the president, uh, uh, and for the White House. And they'll, they're Nuremberg officers. Why do I call the FBI Nuremberg officers? Because if you go back to the Nuremberg trials after World War II and they prosecuted Nazi officers for uh, crimes against humanity and for the Holocaust and for the murder of six million uh, Jews. But there wasn't just Jews. It was lots of other people. Jews were the most. So they killed and murdered all these people, Christians, Mormons, uh, the infirmed, homosexuals, uh uh, handicapped people. I'm kind of a thou shalt not kill guy. Personally. Yeah, what happened? To, yeah, what happened to that? Well, they were all found guilty, but their their excuse was this: you can't prosecute me, you can't arrest me for this because I was just following orders. Now we have the FBI saying the same thing, and numerous other law enforcement officers across the country saying the same thing: Oh, we're just following orders. We're here. We just have to enforce the law. What you are saying is that you're a Nuremberg officer. And FBI, you are a bunch of thugs. And you want me to tell you why? Because you're just following orders and you've become political hacks for the White House and for the president. And when we talk about the law, let's be very clear and set this out for the media. Because you know what? The media doesn't really understand what the law is. If there's an executive order uh, or if there's a, what do you want to call it, a mandate? Is that what they call them? Um, those are not laws, folks. That's pretend legislation. Why is it pretend legislation? Because it was never legislated. Okay, let me say that again so you guys can understand this. Those of you who are wordsmiths, write it down right. Write it down correctly. Look, when you have an edict from a king or from a, quote, executive branch, and they say it's a law, but there's no legislation that ever created that law, it is pretend legislation. Okay, that's the Declaration of Independence, right? Yeah, it is. It's one of the 27 reasons why the Founding Fathers declared war on Britain. Because the king, you mean the executive, was just uh, having these pretend laws that were just created out of thin air? Yeah, just like uh, we create money out of thin air. Not to money mention, and masks, yeah. Not yeah. to mention the debt. But this idea about a mask, though. Hey, you got to have a mask. The governor says so. The, the president says so. The whatever. The county... What, health Damn. department? The CDC said the so. CDC. It was one of their guidelines and yeah. mandates. See, but they don't have any authority, though. The, None. It's, not, it's pretend legislation, folks. You show me the legislative bill that was passed and signed. In other words, you show me the multiple branches of government that were involved. To those of you who think I'm anti-government, you show me the appropriate process that it went through legally and lawfully, not illegally and criminally, right? You show me the process that it went through to become a law, and we'll talk about it. But if you can't, it's pretend legislation. And that's really what we need to drive home today as well. Look, all these election issues that we're talking about. Hey, when somebody wants to look at the machines, where's the, where's the law that says nobody can look at the machines? Where's the law that says these software companies are above reproach? 
Where's the, okay, Congress literally said, buy a bunch of machines that no one tested. Right? Millions of dollars. No one tested the machines. And then we say there's vote fraud, and they say, no, there's not. We say, how do you know? And they say, well, we just know. We, we actually saw how uh, in one of the videos, the video we're going to be showing at our conference today, we're going to be showing how so, uh, one of the uh, computers or a, a big shipment of computers that we bought in America spent $2.3 billion to buy these computers. These to, so we could, yeah, so we could guarantee uh, the, the probability of cheating. Uh, that the, the, the testers at this major company really did a very thorough test. They shook them. They shook the computers to make sure they were working properly. Yes. Yeah, so you ever heard of that disco song, Shake Your Booty? Yeah. You ever heard of that? Now it's Shake, shake your, your Machine. Shake Your Machine, then you know that's right. you've properly tested those computers. Folks, let's remember this right now. The only benefit that computers provide to the American people is to guarantee the probability of cheating. There is no other service rendered to the American people for all the money that went into these computers. They do nothing to help you. They don't serve you. They provide no benefit whatsoever. People say, well, it counts the votes more accurately. Nope. Almost. They don't do it accurately. They do it faster. That provides no service. That provides no service to the American people. And, and you know what, Sam? I think we're on live Brighty on TV right now. Yes, we are. We are on the live feed, ladies and gentlemen, that will be uh, conducting this uh, entire uh, video display and the media through Brighty on TV and Lindell, Lindell TV, Mike Lindell's network. And I think that's called Frank, Frank Speech. FrankSpeech.com. Yeah, they want to get frank with you, my friend. Well, frank speech right from Lindell TV. So, folks, uh, in let's see, after we're this, off this show. And this broadcast some, is supposed to be the quintessential test, so all of you yes. can spread the link and so share the So now you love. got it. Folks, share, share this with everybody. This is going to be amazing. The press is going to be sitting right down here. And we know for a fact that Reuters is coming, and we know for a fact that New York Times is coming. And and so there's going to be a lot of other CNN media CNN won't folks. be here, though. They're chicken. Oh, chicken network. Yeah. yeah. That's what it stands for, CNN chicken, chicken. network. The CNN stands for chicken liver network. They're, oh, they're the, chicken to come and That and wasn't two ends, though, was because it? Because I invited the New York Times uh, lady on the radio with us and on the TV with us, and she yeah. said that she couldn't come. They, oh. wouldn't, they wouldn't let her is what she said. We'll, and I said, really, who won't let you? Why don't you give me their phone number so I can talk to them? She said, oh, I don't think I'm allowed to. <laughs> okay. Well, well, don't ask me to interview with you if you don't want to interview with me, you know? Yeah. Well, and the, I can't remember who, but this one lady walked out of a, of a meeting with the, the big news networks, too. A lot of the conservatives are realizing that the new media is indeed taking center stage. And you know what? They don't have the gatekeeping control that they once had in the yesteryear media. They've rendered themselves really irrelevant for the most part, and they're starting to realize that. And so literally big politicians and, and celebrities and people are just starting to dismiss them out of hand and just go, look, why would I interview with you? All you're going to do is lie and barbecue me and play games, manipulate words, and make me look like a buffoon. Why would I do that? I don't need their help to look like a buffoon. 
Yeah, I can do that all by myself. <laughs> yeah. I, so I was trying to tell everybody what's going to happen to the press conference, and then you just derailed the whole conversation. Oh, hey. Yeah. So we're going to have this incredible historical video about yeah. election fraud in America, yeah. and we're going to bring it to modern times and highlight what's going on now. There'll be some details that will shock you, even to those of you that are quite savvy in, in election fraud um, up to date, if you will, there's still some shocking details that just make you go, wow. Sam, I gotta talk about, you're, you're, yeah. you're saying wow. I gotta talk about one sheriff. It's even wow backwards. It's, Did it, you know that? Yeah, wow frontwards or backwards, man. It yes, is sir. the same. Uh, with and an so exclamation fraud, point. Fraud, anyway fraud. it is, it's fraud. But there's a sheriff here from Texas. We're and ready. He, and he had dinner with us last night. And this sheriff is, his county's right on the border. And he's got a story about election fraud that's going to knock your socks off. It'll knock your boots off. And and I've got my boots on. And we're going to hear it bottom of the hour. Uh, uh, I, or right well, now, from from that sheriff? No, we're going to hear from Sheriff Clinton. That's not the sheriff I, th- I was oh, talking about. All right, that'll be at the Folks, press conference. At the press conference at ten o'clock, you're going to want to hear from this sheriff, and I will tell you then who it is. But he's from Texas, and he's on the border. And this guy is a, a good friend, good family man. He so what you're telling me is there's a press conference teaser. That's exactly what I'm telling you. All right. You. I just want to make sure I understand. That's I'm not the very professional term for it. Yeah, 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 teaser. Yeah. Thank of being surveilled and tracked by the wireless phone companies and a rogue government? Get off the surveillance grid by turning to Volta Wireless. By plugging the Volta SIM card into your phone, you become hidden from the spy networks of AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, and other carriers while maintaining your full ability to place and receive phone calls and SMS texts. Go to VoltaWireless.com and use discount code BTV to save big on your first month. You get free VPN services included, plus a private messenger that's encrypted, as well as another Volta private phone number that can coexist with your current number. Learn more at VoltaWireless.com and use discount code BTV for major savings. It works with both iPhones and Android phones across 200-plus countries. Volta Wireless is the official wireless privacy sponsor of Brighteon.tv. Have you noticed there's something very wrong with the modern-day man? Are you a beta male? I don't think so. Beta! Sperm counts are cratering. Maybe it's male. Zero percent by 2050. But help is on the way. Keys to Life.shop has products which are making men, men again. And by the NFL, PGA, and the NCAA. Too manly. Clinically proven to raise IGF-1 levels. Man up. Take off the dress. Visit Keys to Life.shop. Get your manhood back today. for watching TV with Dr. Alan Keyes, live every weekday, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern. Alan has been a constant voice for the treatment of conservative principles in America, fighting for basic human rights to include the most vulnerable, our children in the womb. We hope that you are enjoying our show, Let's Talk America. So we have a simple request. Would you consider going to our website and making a donation to keep us on the air? Please consider your very best gift to help us continue broadcasting 
by going to www.imtv.us and mark it monthly reoccurring if you don't mind. On behalf of Dr. Alan Keyes and our staff, we sure do thank you. Enjoy the show. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. And all the allegations, and none of these allegations are fabricated, uh, especially the two red pill moms from Utah. Well, they're coming. They're coming. They're going to tell their story. All 29 counties in my state, ladies and gentlemen, the state of Utah, literally panicked when these ladies wanted this stuff called evidence. And so they were subpoenaing and asking for and trying to get the voter records and rolls and these kind of things. And the whole state went into panic mode. They called the FBI on them. These poor ladies have been harassed ever since. They'll tell you about it coming up in the press conference. Um, but why would the whole state go into meltdown mode over this? These just two weird moms just asking for stuff. What's the big deal if it's all on the up and up? And they talked to the president of the Utah Sheriff's Association. And he said, you guys are just talking about numbers. Those are just statistics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what do you what do you think any audit does? It presents the numbers. So for and it validates the numbers. An audit usually has line item backup for everything claimed. In other words, every number in an audit has to be backed up by facts, backed up so, by evidence. So 200,000 illegal votes get stuffed in your ballot receptacles and you won't do anything about it because those are just numbers. Statistics, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, those are, Yeah. See, this is what we're talking about. But look, any open investigation, you cannot tell me that there's no evidence if they're in the middle of an investigation. And are we coming up to a break yet, Hunter? Are we close to a break or are we over it? What time is it exactly? It's 7.31. Then I'm going to do a quick outro and do a break right now. How's that? That ought to be great. This is the Sheriff Mack Show. Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. But a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick, which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. 
The battery life is several days in duration, and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bibby sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. I'll have to hammer this point home in the press conference more than I'm than I I'll do my very best but throughout the day we need to highlight this as much as we say illegal and as much as we say fraud and election fraud and criminal and all this stuff we need to say this we got to have real time assessment of elections okay after the fact you know the rabbit done died is the term that you use a lot of times right <laughs> after the fact it's really hard to dig up the evidence that they've already destroyed or manipulated or whatever right especially when it comes to computers it's like 1984 on steroids, right? And we've got to really remember this and understand this. You've got to catch them in the act, red-handed election fraud. And so we've got to put citizen committees together. And there's some people in certain states that are doing this now. And I commend them for their efforts. You'll hear from some of them uh, during the um, uh, headliners section of the press conference later. But I'm telling you, these people are getting together and in real time, they're monitoring the elections, and then they're literally calling in the sheriff on the spot saying, hey, you know what? This is a problem. This happened or that happened. And so I'm calling for a return to paper ballots. I'm calling for real-time analysts. And here's how it can work. If you go precinct by precinct in America, there's an average of about 800 voters in a given precinct. And if you have 800 voters and you have, say, um, four vote counters, they only have 200 ballots to count. And if you have vote counters and then you have vote watchers and then you have a video camera, a wide-angle camera on the room and then you have a camera, you know, top-down and then you have that fed to the Internet and then you record all those videos so that we can do, like, instant replay. You know, they do that in sports to make sure that they got the right call. We can do that in ballots and make sure we've got the right call, Right. And then what can happen is these vote counters can have vote watchers. So let's just say vote, four vote counters counting 200 votes in a precinct. That's 800 ballots. And you could have like, I don't know, six or seven or eight or nine vote watchers. And then at the end, they would have the totals. And everybody would have to swear under the penalty of perjury. Think about this. Under the penalty of perjury. If I have to do that for my taxes to the unconstitutional thugs at the IRS, it's going to be good enough for the vote counters and vote watchers, right? So have them vote or have them watch and then testify under the penalty of perjury that is right. They can fill out an affidavit, or, or, you know, sign the under the penalty of perjury. What about the oaths of office we take every day to uphold and defend the Constitution? Oh, that too. If, if we don't do it, is that perjury? I personally Ooh. think that it is. Ooh. Wait a minute. That would mean criminal illegal activity if they were to do that. But I, so I think that we could do that. I think the real-time aspect of this is critical, though, Sheriff. If we move back to paper ballots and we have real-time assessment of this, though, if there's a problem, hey, bring in a sheriff's deputy right on the spot. Let's adjudicate this thing. Let's watch the instant replay, and let's come to a consensus before everybody leaves the room of what happened. Hey, was that ballot legitimate? Did it really go to this person? Is it legible? Is it da-da-da-da? We can go through the whole litany uh, and, and really get to the bottom of it on the spot. Let's- I think real-time is critical here. Well, we've got a couple of possible guests. I don't know. Should we, uh, Kelly, can we fit somebody on the screen if we put them here really close to me? Okay.
Heck yeah, we can do it, man. Kelly's got it going well, we're on. We're going to have to have the guest do it. Come uh, to to my left or or to my right or to to Sam's left. Which one would to be share best? Sam's right, because you're going to share a mic with him. So, right. Choose the right, my friend. And Sam, right. we got a gift from the hotel. We got a gift? Yeah. Five boxes of Kleenex. No, now six. That six way you boxes of Kleenex. Yes. Uh, six boxes of Kleenex and uh, a business card. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nothing like a gift. Saving Arizona. Jeff Zink is going to help us save Arizona. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing? How about the entire country? We're doing fantastic, my friend. How are you? I'm doing well. Tell us about yourself. Who's Jeff? Okay. Uh, My name is Jeff Zink, and I am uh, running for Congress against Ruben Gallego in Congressional District 3, which is one of the worst uh, Democratic Socialist Marxist uh, Democrats. I am the only uh, uh, congressional candidate that uh, son is facing 22 years in federal penitentiary for being with me at January 6th. And then I'm also the only... uh, uh, congressional candidate that actually worked the Arizona audit. So I was on the floor 14 hours a day and then another six hours vetting people out to get onto the floor. And I saw firsthand what happened in Arizona. Was it pretty? No, it wasn't. See, one of the things that we did find is, is that we found that, um, when we looked at the ballots themselves, uh, they're supposed to be a certain height, weight, uh, a thickness, and some other things. Yeah, so let me stop you there so people understand. What you're saying is they have scales, and when they have a big old bunch of ballots, they weigh them, and they're supposed to use that weight then to understand how many ballots are there, right? Uh, that and then the actual individual uh, ballot themselves. So they have to be a certain height, a certain weight, and a certain thickness. And then some other things that are that are involved when they manufacture that ballot, so it's uh, lawful. So let me explain, ladies and gentlemen. They don't really count your ballots. They do it by weight. Yeah. They really weigh a bunch of ballots and go, hey, there's like 197 ballots there. It's like, what? Why don't you count them? We don't need to. The computer's got it. Yeah. What? And then you weigh it? Why do we weigh it if the computer's got it? Well, and then one of the things that we also discovered in the audit, when we were looking at the uh, ballots themselves, we found uh, variations of that ballot. Uh, There were some that were yellow. There were some that were a dingy gray. Well, when I had to print mine out, they was a different color because my printer ran out of the right toner. (laughs) That's it. Come on now. That's true. See, that's what's going on, folks. I kid you not. And then we bring this up and they go, there's no evidence. Sheriff Clinton, hang on. You're next. They, They really do that. Somebody right? yell at uh, Sheriff Clinton back there. He just went headed in the, es- the restaurant. Tell yeah, him, come on down. You're the next person. You're next. the next contestant yeah. on election fraud. Well, well Jeff, uh, then why did you come to this conference? Well, the main reason why is because the sheriffs are the uh, first line of defense against uh, unlawful activity. Uh, they are the uh, uh, law of the state. Uh, they can arrest anyone. And the thing is, is that we have presented, and I personally have presented affidavits in regards to the Arizona audit to the AG, Mark Burnovich, and he's sat on it. He hasn't done a single thing. Uh, the problem that we have in Maricopa County is we have Sheriff Penzone, and Penzone uh, is a Democrat that hasn't done anything either. So the problem is, is that we don't have uh, someone in Arizona willing to stand up. Oh, wait, we have Sheriff Lamb. And Sheriff Lamb has already made arrests, and he's already started working with Greg and Catherine. 
and uh, is actually doing something about it. See, we need to have. And we commend Sheriff Lamb for this. Absolutely. And Uh, and, And the thing is, is that we have to have more sheriffs that will stand up and be constitutional and do what is right. And the reason why I'm here is so that I can meet so many more uh, sheriffs. A lot of people also don't know is is that um, I went to Texas, Pennsylvania, and Georgia and testified before the Supreme Court, or their uh, uh, Senate and House in regards to what took place in Arizona. Uh, right now, we I'm involved with Tarrant County, Texas, uh, they're doing an audit as Sheriff Wayborn, and we're going to uh, uh, turn over the evidence that we discovered there. We don't know. Everybody's innocent until proven guilty. But uh, the thing is, is that we need to sit down and start looking at what is the evidence, turn it over to the sheriffs, let them investigate it. When, the, it, when it rises to the level of a crime, then they have the authority to make those arrests, and we've got to have that. And unfortunately, in Maricopa County, we don't have that. So you're running because against Gallego, and uh, that's what congressional seat? Uh, congressional seat, uh, Congressional District 3. Well, we, right, wish you, you, we wish you very well. We're going to call be, up another Before you guest. go on really quick, though, yeah, why don't you have that? You said we don't have that. Why? Well, main thing is is that uh, Brnovich is running for Senate, and he wants to uh, impress everybody by not doing anything, and he thinks he's going to get elected as a senator. Uh, the problem is is that he's got a job that he needs to take care of right now, and it's not being done. The other is is that we have an, a sheriff that's a Democrat that doesn't believe that and, and has come out openly and stated there was no uh, fraud whatsoever voter fraud and you have to understand they keep saying there's no voter fraud that's not what is what has happened it's election fraud it's at a massive scale it's not a single person going and collecting a couple of ballots and turning in the men illegally that's voter fraud well, we, wish, we wish you well we're going to call up sheriff clinton now but thank jeff, you sir thank you god bless you and your Everybody campaign help brother. jeff zinc uh run for congress in arizona running against one of the worst congressman in the history of arizona and they can check they can check me out at jeff zinc that z is in zebra i-n-k uh for congress.com and check me out the number thank four you, we're with you man thank you hold thank on you, the brother. number four do spelled out uh it's jeff j-e-f-f last name is zinc z-i-n-k and it's uh it's can be four or uh, uh either way. Either the way it works. Four. Got it. Either way, that's great. Jeff Zink for Congress.com people. Go get him, brother. Thank you. Uh thank sh- you, sir. Sheriff, sheriff Clinton, why don't you walk up right behind us there? We've got a sheriff from Texas. And this guy's one of my favorite sheriffs. He's the one that has What that have we said about the sheriffs from Texas? The, well, first off, the sheriff from te- the sheriffs from Texas are on fire. fire. They're leading the nation, baby. Yeah. Sheriffs? Are on fire in Texas. Man, if you want to find some constitutional sheriffs, just go to Texas. Yeah, the live free or die state has fallen way behind people. What happened to New Hampshire? I don't know, but uh, I'm telling you, Texas is tearing it up. We've done some of the most training we've ever done in the history of the CSPOA in Texas over the last couple of years. In the great state of Texas, Sheriff Clinton. (laughs) Welcome, sir. Thank you. Sheriff Cutter Clinton, right? Right. And you're sheriff of? Panola County. So I'm actually, I am sheriff-elect of Panola County. 
Uh, I just recently was elected in a in the primary for a special election. I will go into office in November. And then you're in for how long? You're in then, for how long? And then I'll complete the term, and I'll run again in conjunction with the presidential election in two years. Yep. All right. A lot of politics next few years. And why did you come to this conference? You know it's about election fraud. Why are you here? I believe in the CSPOA. I think Ooh. that... Whoa, uh, did you hear that, people? <laughs> I've, uh, I've had the opportunity to attend three different training sessions in Texas. I think that this... Correct, correct. Uh, the county so just so you know what we're doing with, with your support, ladies and gentlemen, this is it right here, baby. I, uh, you know, I, I, I went to a training session in the early part of 2021, uh, and I think saying moved might be the correct word that I was. It was in the Woodlands, which is a suburb north of Houston, and it made a great impression on me. I, uh, so if our organization, which I've become a member of and uh, is – Gathering together to show a, a unity and 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 to further uh, a, a good cause, then I want to be in support. That's why I'm here. Man, Sam, he was touched by the training. And, so I want to know I think what, he what was touched by the, the most spirit, about actually. the training. Was it our incredible eloquence? Was it the feeling in the room? Was it the uh, logic that was brought to the table? Or was it was the it? guy that played George Washington? Yeah. What what brought what what really was so impressive? Or what, what touched Washington. your heart? Definitely George Washington. I. I would say this, the year 2020 really, really changed my perspectives about a lot of things. I'm a, uh, I'm a master peace officer in Texas. I currently work as a criminal investigator for a sheriff's office, uh, connecting to my home county and where I will be the sheriff in November. And seeing the things that transpired in 2020 left me with a lot of questions. Um, kind of Sheriff Max epiphany he had whenever uh, the single mother rolled the stop sign. Uh, it, I can't boil it down to just one instance like that, but just seeing what was transpiring across our country left me with a lot of questioning and a lot of doubts and things that I'd believed in uh, my entire adult life. And speaking with a friend of mine, uh, a mentor really, he, uh, he said to me, the county sheriff is America's last hope. And I said, you're a smart guy, but you didn't come up with that. He said, he said, Google it. And so I did, uh, and I was led to the CSPOA website and um, started uh, seeing some different things. I wanted to read Sheriff Mack's books. Uh, I try to read a little bit every night before I go to sleep and um, got the books, and it, it just it, it made a lot of things make sense to me. Uh, so I, uh, I joined the organization to get the books, but then after that, the conference came about, and uh, it just, I felt like I was with my, my own people, people that truly love this country, that, that want everyone to, to live their own life and uh, have the opportunity to, uh, to uh, exercise their constitutional uh, rights and, um, and, and just, just live the way that um, you have the freedom to do. So that's, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty long-winded, so excuse me for that, but uh, I don't have just a simple answer. Yeah, bring it on. So I agree that the, the, the county sheriff is America's last hope, backed by the American people, though. That's one part we really need to highlight, though. We have got to give our sheriffs the support they need, folks. Otherwise, they're just standing out there on their own. And you know what? The election fraud folks, the criminal folks, 
they'll have their way and make the sheriff lose next election if we don't overwhelmingly support constitutional sheriffs that are willing to stand with us. This is critical, Sheriff. Sheriff, as you were talking, uh, I was touched again, and it reminded me of the feeling that was in that room uh, at the Woodlands. Uh, that was an amazing conference. Uh, about 50 sheriffs from Texas were there, uh, and most of the sheriffs that were there have talked about that conference to other sheriffs, and those sheriffs wanted invited us back, and they keep inviting us back to Texas. And now we have a group of judges uh, that next month are going to have me come and do the training for them. Yeah, because the judges and need to learn about the oath of office. Boy, right? they all need to learn it. And and when judges get that kind of humility and say, come and train us in this most amazing CSPOA curriculum and the the Supreme Court case uh, that I won. And and as you know, that's a, a huge part of our curriculum. Uh, what we, we teach right from the only time in American history where sheriffs sued the federal government and won a case at the U.S. Supreme Court. That decision coming out just 25 years ago, June 27, 1997. Sam? The greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered, ladies and gentlemen. And when you're at the press conference, uh, you can get a copy of the uh, Supreme Court case, too, so you can review the summary of it, right? We have a bunch of them here with us, and uh, we are including them in the packet for the media. A copy of the uh, Mac Prince case, the only time sheriff sued. And, yes, Sam, as you alluded to, the most powerful Tenth Amendment decision in the history of America. Folks, you can get that decision at uh, CSPOA.org. Can I mock the media again for a second? Please do. One yeah, of my favorite because types. what happens is the media says we claim all these things about the sheriff without evidence. And then my response is, why don't they read the Supreme Court case? Read the book, The County Sheriff, America's Last Hope, and read uh, the victory by the sheriffs. Wait, did you say victory? Victory. Victory. Yeah. Yes, it was. And Amazing so criminal, uh, criminal Clinton was um, trying to force, what would it be if it's not the rule of law? Trying to force his edicts, his um, mandates. mandates, his executive ramblings. And I, I have no relation to Criminal Clinton. Just so you know. <laughs> different, different set of claims. That's right. We have now saved the name from... Uh, forever ruin. But uh, what I'm saying though is to these media who say we talk about the sheriff without evidence or without I would point to the Supreme Court where look, Bill Clinton created a mandate and flat out got shut down by a sheriff that would not obey. Ten seconds. ten seconds. We love you. Godspeed. CSPOA.org. The press conference starts at 10. We love you. We'll see you there in person or on TV. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Back with you live for the Ahern Hotel, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on a phone line now because we're doing transition after transition. It's amazing. Uh, we're live on the Ahern Hotel stage. Uh, and so we did the, uh, uh, show, uh, the Liberty Roundtable live show first hour. Second hour, we did the Liberty Roundtable show uh, live with um, the Sheriff Mack show on Brighty on TV. And the TV doesn't do the news, and then they kind of end early. So I always finish the show, uh, as you all know. Uh, but in this case, it's, it's a little bit different because we're just bouncing all around. I've got the microphones, the uh, wireless microphones over there being charged for the next segment. Uh, when the press conference starts at 10 a.m., ladies and gentlemen, it'll be live from the Ahern Hotel broadcast on Lindell TV and Brideon TV, both. And, of course, um, I'm not sure if Brideon Radio is going to be covering it. I'm going to have to talk to some people about that and see. Hopefully, Brideon Radio will be able to cover it, too. I'm not sure. Uh, but either way, we will be archiving um, the uh, press conference as well uh, so that we can uh, make it available. There's a lot of cable TV networks and others that can uh, air it if we get them a file later. They can't air it live. Uh, but there's a lot of um, public service TV networks and things like that that'll be um, covering that later as well. So that's kind of good news. Um, the conference is going to be incredible. It's going to be literally 10 a.m. We're going to start out with a prayer. How many press conferences start out with a prayer, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know that I've ever heard of one. Well, we are going to make history as we start our press conference with a prayer, with a pledge of allegiance to the flag, and we're going to sing, have somebody sing the national anthem. Now, they tell you that we're anti-government, but what anti-government people start out with a prayer, with a pledge to the United States of America, uh, and with a um, national anthem? Then we're going to go right into the history of election fraud in America video, tying it to modern times. Then we're going to have Sheriff Richard Mack and the sheriffs will be on stage, and several sheriffs have current election fraud investigations. And I would remind the media that it's absolutely irresponsible. It's a media faux pas, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it is absolutely um, disgraceful when the media says there's no evidence and or there's no election fraud when there's current investigations underway. Aren't we taught in America if there's an investigation underway? Usually we don't comment on the investigations. We say let the investigation um, come to fruition, let it complete itself, and then let's see what the investigations um, show at the end? Isn't that what we normally do in America? Well, why don't they give the sheriffs the dignity, the respect, the honor to say, look, we're not going to make comments about the elections until we get back your election investigation reports. Okay? Are there charges filed? What happens in each of these investigations? The media owes it to these sheriffs who are duly elected sheriffs who are 
carrying out these investigations because they believe, these sheriffs believe, there's enough probable cause evidence to move forward with an investigation. Now, you got to wait till the end of the investigation to know if there's election fraud. You can't just say there is none without evidence. It's bogus when there's current investigations underway. Look, the media is responsible for the who, what, when, where, why, right? Well, let's ask who, what, when, where, why, and let's then wait for the investigations to come back before we make irresponsible, uh, ill-advised comments that are not based in fact, that are based in what? Supposition? Opinion? Innuendo? I don't know, but I would challenge the mainstream press on this point. Look, I've been in the mainstream press longer than most of these people have uh, who are reporting now. Most of them are younger than I am. They've been in the media a whole lot less time than I have, and they ought to take a little bit of advice from an old hand and say, look, you owe America to wait till the investigations are complete before you start spewing your comments that are not based in fact. They're based in opinion pieces. You put your journalistic integrity in jeopardy when you violate your in my opinion, responsibility to the American people. But anyway, uh, then the sheriffs will speak about their current investigations, and then Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht uh, will be on stage as well, uh, and they'll give you the update on what's happened to them and how abused and maligned and they've been. All the way to the FBI, literally uh, dismissing claims, attacking them as the enemy, etc., etc. Look, this is unacceptable in America, ladies and gentlemen. So they'll be doing that, and then they'll have a question and answer period. After that, we'll have lunch, and then our headliners speak about their experiences with election fraud and current investigations and lawsuits that are underway and more. We'll do it all right here from the Ahern Hotel on Brighty on TV and Lindell TV coming up 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern. I am Sam Bushman. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.